Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from January 20th to January 26th, 2014. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. As promised, it provides a warts-and-all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. For additional information on the Annual Security Report, go to blogs.cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity remained consistent and lower than previous periods ending 2013. Highlights for the period included updates for HP Data Protector, Linux Imaging and Printing, OpenStack, Apple iTunes, and multiple updates for Red Hat JBoss. HP released security advisories and software updates for the HP Data Protector correcting nine vulnerabilities, including one vulnerability for the backup client service that has functional exploit code available. HP also released an update for Linux Imaging and Printing that corrects two vulnerabilities. Apple released an iTunes update for January 2014 addressing 25 vulnerabilities. The iTunes application is widely installed on end-user systems and may be seldom used or updated. Users should be alerted to update to the latest version. Attackers have regularly targeted iTunes vulnerabilities to compromise accounts and systems. OpenStack released security advisories and updates for vulnerabilities in the transport layer security, heat path, heat policy handling, keystone, and neutron API. Spam activity included continued tax refund and court appearance notifications. Criminal spam campaigns annually target the tax season, and users should be reminded that the United States Internal Revenue Service will only contact you through regular mail, never through email or SMS text. Researchers reported discovering multiple variants of the Android.hehe malware. The malware attempts to capture calls and text messages on infected mobile phones that are running the Android operating system. The malware is reported to arrive as a fraudulent security update for the device. Users should be reminded that malware for mobile devices is commonly distributed as an application or update, often appearing legitimate, but from third-party locations. Avoiding applications from these sites can greatly reduce the risk of infected or compromised devices. Users should restrict the download and installation of applications and updates to vendor-approved sites. Cisco Security Intelligence Operations also recently identified an aggressive Fiesta botnet exploit pack that includes Java and Microsoft Silverlight exploits. Details of the research are available at the Cisco Security blog at blogs.cisco.com security. Researchers have also identified a trend of legitimate and criminal organizations purchasing existing Chrome browser extensions and then using them for delivering exploits or advertising. Based on this trend with extensions, it is reasonable to assume similar activity is occurring with the mobile applications. Both of these vectors have been actively exploited and users should increase their vigilance of managing the browser extensions and the applications downloaded to mobile devices. Users are advised to minimize the use of extensions and applications, update them regularly, and pay particular attention to the access the applications require.
Any suspicious activity by an extension or application should be caused to remove it from the system. IntelliShield published 138 events last week, 84 new events, and 54 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, the United States Department of Homeland Security notified over 100 companies that had made contractor bids using the DHS portal on a science and technology contract in 2013 that their data may have been compromised. The compromise may have included banking details and sensitive documents that were included in the bids. The investigation has not yet verified if other government projects and contracts bid data may have also been compromised. Government websites continue to be threatened and compromised. There have also been reports of vulnerabilities in the healthcare exchanges, the United States Veterans Administration websites, and a report of a German government website compromise. The rate of compromises requires that data owners take a more active role in managing and protecting their sensitive information. When a compromise is announced, the data owners need to determine what data may be impacted and implement a plan for responding to an incident and protecting themselves from further impact. In the physical risk management category, multiple sources reported and verified through the government agencies that a moviegoer who wore his Google Glass in a movie theater was removed and questioned on suspicion of attempting to record the movie. The movie theater reported the incident to federal agencies who then came and questioned the wearer and attached his Google Glass to a laptop to investigate what had been stored on the device. After a lengthy questioning and inspection of the Google Glass, the wearer was released and given tickets to future movies. These types of devices continue to become more popular. Organizations will need to address their use and policy updates. Many organizations have already addressed other types of devices by prohibiting or restricting their use at various locations. The risk is that most of these devices, including smartphones, Google Glass, and many others, have the ability to capture photographs, record audio and video, and transmit information instantly to external locations. The users of these devices should be clearly informed and alerted to applicable policies and organizations will require their controls to enforce and detect the violation of policies. Next, in the trust risk management category, Bitcoin gained an additional bit of legitimacy with the announcement that a couple of downtown Las Vegas casinos will begin accepting the alternative digital currency this week. The D Casino and the Golden Gate Casino, both owned by the same partners, will accept Bitcoin at the front desk and restaurants. Although not the only virtual currency in existence, Bitcoin is the most popular and the most widely accepted. The acceptance announced by these traditional brick-and-mortar businesses seems to have been driven by both partner and customer interest. Bitcoin continues to make inroads against the use of other traditional payment systems, although most publicity surrounding Bitcoin has been its acceptance on underground sites such as the Silk Road. The number of ordinary, legitimate businesses that accept the digital currency continues to grow. Although the United States Senate's initial hearing last year covering Bitcoin seemed to arrive at the conclusion that the currency was a legitimate financial service and the benefits and innovation represented by the currency should not be stifled at this point, the use of the currency in unlawful transactions did not escape their notice. The one other issue possibly limiting additional support of the currency is its volatility against traditional currencies and the high-profile hacking of several of the exchanges and Bitcoin wallets hosted there. This can be mitigated by using a broker to convert the virtual currency into a more traditional currency at the time the transaction takes place, 
a tactic taken by the two Las Vegas casinos, as well as online retailers such as Overstock.com, which also announced Bitcoin acceptance. In geopolitical news, global business, academic, and government leaders gathered in Davos, Switzerland last week for the annual World Economic Forum. Time to coincide with the event, frequently remarked upon as a gathering of wealthy movers and shakers, non-governmental organization Oxfam published a report on global income inequality. The report confirms what other measures of growing wealth disparities have indicated, that wealth is concentrated into fewer hands now than at any time in the early 20th century. Almost half of the world's wealth is held by about 1% of the people, and 7 out of 10 people live in countries where wealth disparities are growing. The report argues that the growing disparity between the poor majority and the wealthy minority undermines democratic processes, stymies economic growth, and increases security risks. At the same time that income inequality is growing, so is global internet connectivity. Even the poorest people are gaining access to information that emphasizes the differences between their lives and the lives of the wealthy. It is also making it easy for them to communicate and take action. The mix is potentially explosive, as these conflicting forces improve the real living standards and power of people around the world, while simultaneously eroding their perceptions of both. Governments and corporations underestimate this sense of anger and unfairness at their peril. For information security specialists, keeping an eye on geographies where connectivity is rising while the income gap is widening may provide clues to hotspots for malicious cyber attacks as well as physical risk. Finally, in current events, Cisco Live Milan is scheduled for January 27th through the 31st. Multiple online resources will be available for guests that are not able to attend live. And the Data Privacy Day is January 28, 2014, a global event sponsored by the National Cybersecurity Alliance and several other organizations to provide updated recommendations to assist users in protecting their personal information and privacy online through the Stop, Think, Connect campaign. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.